Okay, hello everyone. Today I am going to be talking to you about the power of Google. Now, I know everyone probably uses Google for searching online, um, but it does have a lot more features that not everyone is aware of. So uh, there are the Google versions of Microsoft Office. Um, most people are familiar with this, but the Google versions are free. So Google Docs replaces Microsoft um, Word, and then there's Google Slides, Sheets, Jamboard, Keep, and Calendar. Um, and these are all replacing Microsoft tools. With these, if you want to, you can use a Microsoft Word document and open it in Google Docs and it will convert itself. Uh, same thing the other way around. So you can create a document in Google Docs and then download it as a Microsoft document. So either way, they are compatible with each other. And like I said, the Google versions are free. So if you're not paying for um, Microsoft Office, then this is the perfect reason not to. Um, and if you are, then you can swap across and everything will still be there. You can still use all of your Microsoft files and just do it online. With these tools, it also has live editing. So if I wanted to create a document, um, instead of me writing it all and then saving it as a draft and then sending it to Alan to look at, I can just invite Alan and we can both be working on the document at the same time and it will update live while I'm typing. I can see where he's typing and we can do that at the same time. We can add little comments. Um, so that's really handy for collaboration. And especially, like I said, with drafts, instead of needing to download it um, and then email it and then wait for the other person to reply. The Google Meet feature is awesome as well. So Zoom, very popular. Google Meet is a free alternative, very similar. Um, it is web-based, so there's no app for it. Um, and it is included in the Gmail app on your phone and in the browser as well. So there's nothing new that you need to know. It's um, already included. Some other tools. So these ones I don't think people have heard of before. So we'll start off with one of the technical ones, which is to check MX and SPF records. So these records are for your emails and they tell you if your emails are set correctly and if they are secure. So if they can be spoofed or um, if they are being sent to spam folders a lot, you can go to toolbox.googleapps.com slash app slash check MX and it will tell you if your emails are set up correctly. And if they're not, it will give you articles on how to fix that. Um, there are also other tools like Website Optimize, which will um, take a look at your website and it can take a look at different versions and tell you which ones are performing better. It can also give you suggestions. If you are wanting to design a website or videos, um, anything really advanced, there is a free tool called Google Web Developer, or Web Designer, sorry. And you can design something in a drag and drop builder and it will 
convert it into website code for you. So you can design it um, very easily and then you can just download it as a HTML file um, and put it on your website. So that makes designing very easy for anyone that isn't very tech savvy. Um, and you can also go into the web designer and put in custom CSS and other um, styling code if you do know how to do that. Google Search Console. So not everyone checks their Google Search Console statistics. Um, on my WordPress website, I have the Google Site Kit plugin. Um, I've gone over that a few weeks ago and it includes the Google Search Console panel. And that tells you what people are searching for when you show up in search results. So they will say, you people were searching for accountant and you showed up 20 times and out of those 20 times, three times your link was clicked. Um, you also showed up for this and then out of that many search results, people clicked this many times. And so you can see what people are searching for and what you need to work on, what you need to play off um, to get the most out of it. Google My Business. This is a massive tool for businesses because not only does it show your contact information when people are searching for your name, it also shows it on Google Maps. So I know personally, if I am going to the shops and I don't know if they're open or not, I just type it into either Google or usually it's on Google Maps and it will say, okay, this is their closing time. This is the closest one. And these are their contact details if you need them. So that's really important because I don't always remember their opening and closing times. Um, I don't remember someone's website. So if I just type in their business name, the Google My Business will show up and give me their website and other details. So make sure that you have that completely filled out. Uh, Google also have page speed insights for your websites. So they will tell you how fast your website is, what is slowing it down and what you can do to improve it. So that is great. I use it um, for my websites and when I'm checking other people's because that will tell me how it's um, functioning on desktop and mobile. And it will give me both of those speeds and all of the details for each of those. Um, now, if you've probably heard of the term flushing your DNS or flushing your cache, um, this is something that happens whenever you change any DNS settings for your domain. Um, if you are working with me, you've probably heard me say that it can take up to 72 hours for any DNS changes to come into effect. There is actually a Google tool um, to flush your public DNS. So you can go to this website that I will put into the chat now, and you can type in any domain and what you want to flush and they will basically try and get the most updated version of those settings so that you don't need to wait the 72 hours. Um, you can do this for any website. You don't need to approve that you own it um, because even if you don't own it, there's no harm in flushing DNS. If no changes were made, nothing happens. If changes are made, then you're kind of just helping whoever does own it out. 
and what does it do? What does it so do? It, Sorry, Joe. Yep. So it updates the your domain changes. So whenever you change any settings in your domain, it can take up to seventy two hours for it to propagate, which is just updating around the world. So during that time, some people may see the new versions. Um, some people may see the old ones. So for example, if I am moving my website from one place to another, um, some people around the world might see the old one, some might see the new, and that can cause a lot of issues. If you're transferring domains from one place to another, that's also an issue because um, it can take up to 72 hours for that to happen. In that time, some people may see nothing. They may see your website as offline. So this just helps speed up the process. So they will clear what settings they have saved for your domain and try and get the most updated version. So the last one that I really wanted to talk about here is Google Drive. Um, so with Google Drive, we all use it um, on the internet primarily. Um, so you can go into your browser and go to their website, but you can install desktop versions of it. So for me, I have Google Drive installed on my computer and it comes up as a separate hard drive. So it's a G drive. And so I can go into there and it, I can save files on my computer directly and they will be uploaded into the cloud onto the browser. I have the Google Drive app on my phone. So any files that I save on my computer are automatically on my phone. Um, and all around the world, anywhere that I log into my Google account. So that's extremely helpful for me because it syncs. If I upload something on my phone, it'll automatically get put onto my computer. Okay, I think that's everything that I wanted to go through today. I was talking a little bit fast. <laughs> um, are there any questions? Yep, just raise your hands, maybe virtual hands, if you will, please. Yes, Mark. Mark. Right, thank you. Very informative. Google Meet, is there a uh, maximum time for having a meeting on Google Meet? Um, that is an excellent question. Um, I know that there are different plans for it. Um, so the for free, you can have up to an hour with unlimited, oh no, with 100 participants. Um, up to an hour on the free one. If you have a Google Workspace account, depending on your plan, you also get additional features. So um, the built-in recording is on the premium plan, and then there's also breakout rooms um, and lots of other things. But by default, you can just create a room for free and send it to anyone. Peter. Um, okay, um, if you change from um, uh, Microsoft to Optus, um, do you still have the same email um, listings and so on? You know, you, you, you've got all your, all your emails in, in uh, Outlook. What, what happens to all those emails? So from Microsoft to Google? Yeah. Yeah, so there is a way to transfer all of your emails. Um, so yeah, you can save them all. And that's easy because I mean, I've got like a million. Um, easy is a 
Is, is it's a, a short complicated word, word yeah. um, but it's doable. <laughs> Did you have to transfer them or can you just keep them and look at them separately or what? Uh, if you cancel a Microsoft Outlook account, those emails won't be accessible afterwards, um, no. but you can transfer them. So Google does have tools for that. Stuart. I was just, just sort of chiming, chiming in there with, uh, so Peter, have you changed your internet service provider? Is that what you've done? Yeah. Right, well then, nothing's going to change with your emails apart from the fact that if you've come from another ISP, um, their ISP, so did you, did you ever, who were you with before? Uh, that, that's, I was with Telstra and now I'm with Optus. Um, a good choice. <laughs> it was a good choice. You don't think so. A good choice. You do think so. I mean, it saved me like 25% of the bill. Uh, doing that and all, uh, apparently they put a lot of money into security now so I've, I've done it on the right side of the security yeah, so you, would, so, you would hope it wouldn't yes. happen a second time you would hope <laughs> you'd think but, but, you'd, but that's you'd, not you'd, uh, that's nothing to do with the google and the microsoft no well no, if it, it basically you've changed pipe you've changed the pipe that the internet comes down and they're charging you less for it uh, um, no, I'm just using NBN, so it's just changed. Yeah, no. So basically all they've done is they've said, we're going to bill you from here rather than billing you from there because it's all the same pipe. Exactly. But they just use slightly different systems. So none of your emails will change. The only, th the only email will change is your Telstra email if That's you were right. using your Telstra email. Yeah. Uh, and they give that to you for about a year. Um, if you've ever used an ISP email, they give it to you for about a year if you change for free. And then you just need to contact them if you want to keep it, and they charge you five bucks a year to keep it. Um, is that like the big pond email? Yeah, 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 yeah. correct. So if you've do ever they, used do they that say one, anything or they just take it? You've just left. You've just gone. So you know, basically. Oh, sorry, edit that from the video. <laughs> you've just basically given them the fork. So which means that they don't care about you anymore unless you contact them. It should just sit there. It really should just sit there. Um, but um, I would, if if there's if there's a big pond email sitting on the server, I, what I would do um, is contact them and make sure that you don't lose it because you might be using it for things. Yeah, if it's one that you've been had a lot of uh, saved uh, emails on, you want to keep it. But if it's not, you know, it's one way of flushing out the crap that comes through to your email address. Yeah. You got it. No, well, thank you. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.